This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Can you welcome someone to service this morning? Thank you, choir. God bless you. Mm. Amen. Praise God. All right, let me share a very quick word with us this morning. John chapter 10, verse 10. John 10, 10. It's a very popular verse. And I know yesterday we celebrated the birth of Jesus. Yes, I know that there are the skeptics and those that like theological debates. Um, Jesus was not born on the 25th of December and all of those. I'm sure you heard some of them yesterday. They make noise every year. You know, it's, it's their nature. But you see, we know Jesus was not born on the 25th of December. We know right we've just chosen to celebrate his birth on that day is that okay i mean the same way he wasn't born in april <laughs> oh sorry he didn't die in april right but we just choose dates that we celebrate easter right we celebrate his death burial and resurrection so 25th of december every year we celebrate the birth of our lord jesus christ amen and um you know there were lots of I mean as usual lots of the reason why jesus came is the reason why jesus came is i'm sure some of us received those messages and i'm sure some of us sent those messages right but i just want to talk to us this morning maybe about what i call why jesus came john 10 10 the bible says the thief cometh not and these words are written in red meaning jesus himself said these words right the thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy then jesus says i am come now after he talks about the thief coming to steal kill and destroy there is what you call a colon there meaning what i am saying next is not disconnected from what i just said right so there is a connection in maths you can call that an equals two sign right so two plus two is equals to four four is also equals to two plus two isn't it so he says the thief cometh not but but for to kill steal rather to kill and to destroy every time you see stealing stealing of joy stealing of peace you know destructions killings it is never god's will neither is it god that is the source of it right and he's telling us specifically that it is in the characteristics of the thief now if you read this chapter in context he was talking about the sheep hearing his voice and all of that if you extend it further the person who is talking about there is the devil and his courts all right then jesus declares very boldly his purpose for coming the reason why he came so that no one would miss it he says i am come that they might have life meaning if you see destruction you see stealing you see killing the answer to all of that is jesus he says i have come that they might have what life and they might have it more abundantly they might have life now as much as i always avoid talking about the greek word the hebrew word because people get confused about understanding even the english you know that is spoken in certain places um it is important to understand um, the Greek word that was used to describe the word life here. Why? Because just like every other language, 
um, there are certain things you say in a particular dialect or a particular language and it would mean it could mean five or six different things you would have to read the context to understand what exactly they are talking about is that okay now the word life here is the Greek word the popular Greek word Zoe praise God Zoe means the God life Zoe doesn't mean the God kind of life it is not a life that looks like the God's life it is the God life so he says, I am come that they might have what? The God life. Because in the scriptures, you find the word life used in various ways. You see, there are times you see the word life and what the scripture is describing is human life, right? There are times you see the word life and what the Bible is describing is plant life. So you have different kinds of life. But the life that is being spoken about here by Jesus is the God life. Meaning I am come that they might have the God life praise God so if you have Jesus your beliefs didn't just change what happened to you was that you received the very life of God that's why John 3 16 says that for for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have what everlasting life it's talking about Zoe talking about the God life that was what Jesus brought right was not talking about living without dying living eternally because spirits don't die anyway i mean the only thing that would happen is that based on the nature of their spirits they are either going to spend eternity in heaven or spend eternity in hell so divine life eternal life the god life is what qualifies you to spend eternity in heaven amen, amen. now in the book of first john chapter 5 verses 4 to 5 the bible says that for whatsoever is born of god overcometh the world he says and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith then verse 5 says who is he that overcometh the world in case people are not sure <laughs> he said who is he that overcometh the world he said he that believeth in the son all right jesus christ the son that is the person that overcomes the world now what is the importance of believing in jesus christ the son verse 11 of the same first john 5 says that and this is the record he says that god had given us eternal life and this life is in the son verse 12 he says he that had the son had life and he that had not the son had not life very clearly meaning that what makes you an overcomer in life is the life that is at work in you praise god when you have the god life at work in you you become an overcomer you operate in the same class with god i didn't say it jesus said it <laughs> you operate in the same class with god you operate in the realm of possibilities you see this life is so powerful that the life can practically transform a man's life a hundred percent that is why paul said in second corinthians 5 17 he says he says for if any man be in christ any man regardless of what the man has done before if any man be in christ he says he's a new creature and he uses that word very carefully you know when you talk about i saw a creature you are not talking about something you've seen before isn't it 
right i'll explain it later he says if any man be in christ is a new creature all things are passed away behold all things have become new it is only this life that has the ability to do this so a person can be living their lives as a murderer a killer a fornicator an adulterer and encounter this life and the person is totally transformed a hundred percent that it's the person becomes the individual who never did any of the things you are talking about a person can live a very wayward life aborted 14 times and encounter this life even if the doctors have told this lady that her womb has been destroyed because of this life she has encountered she can give birth she can get a new womb we cannot understand because it is not something you understand logically that is the power of this life that was what jesus brought if the world understood this they would want to receive this life praise the lord this is why jesus came a boy can be having a particular condition and encounter this life and the person's life is changed a hundred percent ah you see this is zoe the god life it is the very life that is pulsating through the veins of god is <laughs> the very life of god it's not a life like the life of god it is the very life of god and jesus coming gives us assurance that we can receive that life and function in that life experience possibilities that is why there is no impossibility to him who is born again because you have the very life of god in you there is no impossibilities anything is possible anything anything regardless of what the situation is it might be cancer in the body when you understand what you have you can actually appropriate that life to your situation and the person experiences healing ah he says i am come that they may have life now i know that as you're sitting here lots of us are thinking about something that if it is true that i have this life how come it is not a reality in my experience i'll tell you why but i'll tell you why by telling you two stories you know story one there was this very wealthy woman who had a maid the maid loved her so much and this woman was extremely wealthy had no child was not married she had estates she had cars she had whatever good you could think of materially but she had no child but she had a very faithful maid the maid was so faithful the maid loved her so and for the maid the maid was married and the maid had two children the maid's husband was working in construction and one day had an accident so he couldn't walk anymore so he couldn't feed the house so practically it was the salary that this maid received from the wealthy woman that the family lived by 
then one day the wealthy woman fell sick and practically was on the deathbed about to die and she looks at this maid and says you've been extremely faithful and you've loved me so much I have thought about what to give to you and I made a decision take this piece of paper and I want you to keep this piece of paper very well and the woman said and what I would also want you to do obviously I'm dying I want you to go into the store of food and take all the foodstuffs home so that at least you and your family can enjoy and live a good life and the old woman or the wealthy woman died the maid cried got home told her husband he cried because their source of livelihood was gone and of course the woman went packed all the foodstuffs and they got to the house and how her husband began to deliberate on what to do exactly and they decided that you know what rather than consuming all this food what we're going to do is we'll begin to sell foodstuffs at least that will keep us alive for a while and they said yes good idea and the woman took the piece of paper that the wealthy woman had given her and said wow this is from my boss that loved me so much now this maid could not read or write so she did not understand what was on the piece of paper so she took the piece of paper and said you know to honor my my, my boss my madam I'm going to put this in the uh, frame and put it on the wall in my house and she did that so they went took all the food stuff and began to trade in food stuffs. after a while they were able to feed the family you know get on with life then on a particular day something tragic happened fire engulfed the market where she had all the food stuffs along with other shops she got home that day and began to cry that what have I done to life why is life so against me and her husband was weeping got into depression and died because they didn't have the money to take him to any hospital anyway so she began to look for ways to take care of her two kids and from the depression the thought and all of that she fell sick herself and was on the bed about to die then her nephew who was a lawyer came visiting and when he got into the house and was talking to her you know auntie don't worry when there is life there is hope just make sure that you live through this and the woman said i don't think i can live through this this is this tragedy is too much and then she told her nephew she said two things i want you to do for me when i die the nephew said no auntie you won't die he said no 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 i'm just speaking realistically now <laughs> And said two things number one I want you to take care of my children I know it's going to be tough on you but please can you help me take care of my children the second thing I want you to do is that you see that frame on the wall my madam my boss that I love so much gave it to me I want you to take it and help me keep it well when my children are grown and they can you know own their own house and all of that please give it to them to also keep it let 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 it be a memorial that god even had mercy on us one day god was nice and good to us one day and the nephew picked up the portrait on the wall and looked at it and screamed 
And the woman said, why are you screaming? What happened? He said, no, 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 no. Auntie, are you trying to tell me that your madame gave you this paper that you framed? She said, yes. I said, what's wrong with it? Is it torn? Did water get in? Did rats go there? I said, no, 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 no. It's the content. That's why I'm screaming. I said, what is the content? I says, auntie, the woman gave you her will. And in her will, it was written clearly that you own everything she ever had. All the estates, the cars, the houses, the money in the bank, the gold. You owned everything. And you framed it and put it on the wall. <laughs> and you were suffering. And see, you needed not to have suffered one single second of your life after that woman passed on. She said, no, that can't be true. I said, Auntie, I'm a lawyer. I'm reading it to you. All of a sudden, Auntie that was about to die got life. And got up. I said, oh, gosh. <laughs> Auntie needed not to have spent one microsecond in poverty. I'll tell you another story. There was a man who had saved for months to travel to America so he got all the money together bought a ticket and got on a boat or a ship rather to sail to America and on the ship <laughs> he made sure he brought along some crackers and cheese because he wasn't sure if he was going to be fed and he did not have any extra money so he had used all his money to buy you know you know those kinds of people once i get there something will happen you know <laughs> and that was his mentality once i enter ame enter <laughs> something will just fall on me and life will be transformed you know and he got into this bullshit brother and every evening he will bring out his crackers and cheese and eat and be looked through the window and see the other passengers eating sumptuously eating whatever they wanted to eat drinking whatever they wanted to drink swimming enjoying their lives and you say ah i wish i had money and he'll go back into his cabin and eat his crackers and cheese on the final day when he got to america finally as he was about to step out from the ship the captain of the ship walked up to him and said sir good 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 afternoon and he said good afternoon sir he said i noticed that all through our trip you never came out once to eat with the other passengers you never came out once to drink anything with the other passengers they were swimming they were enjoying you never came out why did we offend you and the man said no you offend no 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 you didn't offend me so i didn't have money there was no money i used all the money i had to buy the tickets so when i got on the ship i brought crackers and be eating jet jet and the man said seriously he said yes i said but when you paid for the tickets all of the meal you were watching people eat was part of what you paid for said when they were swimming you also paid for it he said everything you saw them enjoy was part of the money you paid when you paid for the tickets the man almost passed out 
Say, you mean I just suffered myself for what? Ah, but saints, do you know that there are lots of Christians like that? Can you give me John 10:10 10, 10 in the Amplified? I want to show you something. John 10:10 10, 10 in the Amplified. In the Amplified version, this is the way it puts it. He says, "The thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy." He says, I came that they may have and can somebody shout the next word? Enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. God is not against us enjoying life, my people. So you see, it is great to have life. The God kind of life. Woo! Are you enjoying that life? <laughs> You see, God's plan is not for us to just have life, but to enjoy the life. So you say, why is it that you see lots of Christians who are born again, the way they are living? Well, they have life, but they are not enjoying it. They have it. The same way I can have this phone and not enjoy the phone. My wife is a lot more tech savvy than I am. I mean, she does, she does things on phones I want you. My phone could do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you see, I carry the same phone. I say, ah, this phone could it could do that. You see, the problem was not having the phone. The problem was I was not enjoying the phone. Until somebody who could enjoy the phone came to teach me. Right? And it's the same thing. Same thing. Lots of believers. I mean, we have divine life. This is the same quality of life that is in God. But are we enjoying that life? And the reason is always the same. Why do people not enjoy life? Same, remember the two stories. Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. You know, the Bible says that, Osif chapter 4 verse 6, it says, we call it Osiah, I understand. But Osiah, Osi, anyone is good, as long as you get what I'm saying. Verse 4, verse, chapter 4 verse 6, he says, he says, what does it say please? OC 46. It says, My people are destroyed for what? It is, see, it says, My people, not, <laughs> My people are destroyed for what? Lack of knowledge. It says, Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. Not reject thee, I'll throw you out, but you will not be able to enjoy certain things that I have given you. Ah. Knowledge is powerful. It's powerful. Powerful. You know, in Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13, it says that my people are famished, in version says. It says because they lack knowledge. So you can have all of what God can give and still live in penury because of the lack of knowledge. He says, therefore, are my people gone into captivity, the King James says, because they have no knowledge. And their honorable men are famished. These are honorable men, famished. And their multitude dried up with thirst. Knowledge is powerful. Praise God. And you know, Proverbs 24, from verses 3, from verse 2 actually, begins to describe, it says, true wisdom is a house builded by understanding it is established 
then he gets to a verse and says he says true knowledge are the chambers filled with pleasant riches true knowledge he says are the chambers filled with pleasant riches isaiah chapter 11 proverbs rather chapter 11 verse 9 proverbs 11 9 he says true knowledge shall the just be delivered that means and so you see when people read this the first thing they are thinking about is true knowledge shall the just be delivered from something yes it's correct but it's incomplete because to be you can be delivered from something and not be delivered into anything so true knowledge shall just be delivered from poverty sickness or anything negative and be delivered into something else true knowledge true knowledge now as i conclude i want to talk to you and mention three kinds of knowledge that you must pay attention to and i'm saying this because as i prayed about the service this morning you know i understand that we're in a very sensitive part of the year people are already thinking about 2022 you are planning and preparing you're going both fasting and praying as a church you know we're coming for night of mercy you know so i got impressed on my heart to just share this very quickly with us three kinds of knowledge that you should pay attention to it would help you enjoy life number one the knowledge of god the knowledge of god or you could say the knowledge of the person of god that's the first the knowledge of the person of god you see you must make up your mind that you are going to know god more than ever before and you know there are dimensions in this thing all right you know you, you would have known him at a level but you see you can know him more the bible tells us in the book of second peter chapter 1 verse 2 he says grace and peace as powerful as they are he said they can only be multiplied to a person based on the person's knowledge of god and jesus christ our lord so know god more make up your mind to know god more and you know what i found i found that as you know god more you know yourself more because what god does is that god reflects you to you he shows you who you are make up your mind to know god more ah, make up your mind to know god more know the person of god number two the knowledge of the principles of god you know the bible does not only expose us to the person of god the bible exposes us to the principles of god if a person wants to experience success in their lives as they get exposed to the principles of god it becomes a lot easier the book of psalms chapter 1 psalm chapter 1 says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel on the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor seated in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord the principles of god in his law that he meditate day and night what will happen to this person he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season his leave also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper in 2022 do you want to experience a different life you have to become addicted to understanding the principles of god's word wait i mean what area and i and i wrote this question down because it's a question i'm asking myself as the year winds down right i said what area 
am I violating the principle of God's word and I'm experiencing pain? Because that is why people experience pain. That is why people do not experience the life that God has brought. What are the principles of God that govern divine health? What are the principles of God that govern divine prosperity? What are the principles of God that governs promotion? What are the principles of God? You see, expose yourself to the knowledge of the principles of God. And number three, expose yourself to the knowledge of the will of God. The will of God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. The Bible says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will, God's will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I understand that as the year is going to an end, a lot of people are asking, God, do this for me, do this, do this, do, 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 we'll bombard the gates of heaven. The day you break it, you see what happens. And all of those things are going on. But have you ever asked, God, what do you want me to do in 2022? You'll be amazed. He would show you things that you might never have thought about. It might be something as simple as, you know what? I want you to start a YouTube channel. You say, oh, really? And talk about this. It might be something as simple as, you know, in 2022, I want you to write a book. Uh, it might be something as simple as in 2020, I want you every month to give social so percentage to church. I want you to visit the motherless home twice next year. It might be something that simple. But you see, God's will, God's ways <laughs> are the highways to prosperity and success in life. People who fly in this kingdom of ours are those who do that based on instruction instruction so are you positioning yourself as we fast we pray that is what we're doing are you positioning yourself to hear what god wants you to do in 2022 are you positioning yourself as you grow deeper in your knowledge of god grow deeper in your knowledge of the principles of god are you also growing deeper in your knowledge of his will for your life you do these things I can guarantee you, enjoying life will become a daily thing. Right where you are, can you just lift up your hands on your seats? I sense that this morning, there are some of us that might be trusting God for one thing or the other. I want you right there on your seats to begin to thank God because you have received it. Say, Father, I thank you because of your life that is at work in me. I know that I live in a world of possibilities so no matter how impossible this thing looks I receive it in the name of Jesus I give you all the praise and glory I thank you can you just rise up on your feet as you pray say father I thank you Lord I give you praise I give you praise I sense that there is someone you've been feeling a particular pain in your stomach in the name of Jesus you are healed we bring to force the principle surrounding the name of Jesus and we declare and we decree that in the name of Jesus your stomach receives the healing power of God 
the life of God that is at work in you is manifested in that stomach in the name of Jesus. Can you just give him thanks and give him praise? Thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him, give him praise. Give him praise, give him praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you shout out very loudly, I have the life of God in me. Can you shout it? I didn't say say it. I have the life of God in me. Say I have the life of God in me. Not a counterfeit life. The very life of God. In the name of Jesus. So I enjoy life. I enjoy life to the full. In the name of Jesus. And I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Ah, I see some of the way some of you said it. I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise God. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this, and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and... It's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.